0: Welcome everyone, this is Russ Galsall, Chronicles of the End Times. I hope you're doing well today. Today we're going to talk about miracles, our miracles for today. Many of us may have experienced miracles in our lives. I know I did. I wouldn't be here today if God hadn't wrought a miracle in my life. When I was doing my own thing back in the day, playing in the clubs as a musician and lead singer and making my money and doing my thing and trying to reach for the stars, and I suffered a heart seizure at 26 years old, and God miraculously saved me. And through that period of time and the coming months after that, I gave my heart to Jesus. I've been with him ever since. And so God does do miracles, and I'm sure you have a testimony of your own. Why don't we see more miracles today? You know, you hear reports, you may read stories from missionaries or evangelists from other countries in South America or in Africa or in other places where unbelievable miracles are taking place. But we don't see the miracles like we should today. There are probably many reasons for that. There's a lot of unbelief, especially in the West. You know, we like to pretty much lean on our intelligence, and uh, we're more likely to believe in an alien invasion than we are of an angelic invasion. We don't really believe like the early church. Why does God do miracles? Obviously, He loves us. He cares for us. He raised Lazarus from the dead. He's definitely moved by the situations that happen in our lives. He cares for us. But miracles are more than just individual healing. Miracles are to spread the gospel. And how do we know that? Well, we saw it all through Jesus' life, and we read about it in the book of Acts. And we think about Peter many times, miracles that happened to him, like uh, Lida, who was uh, a woman who was very generous and she gave and she made cloaks for people and she really reached out to people and did what she could for people and she died. Peter was in the area. He was in Joppa, which wasn't uh, too far from where she was. And they reached out to Peter and they brought Peter to the situation and she was all prepared. They had prepared her for the grave and she was laying in her upper room. When Peter showed up, and everybody was weeping and crying, and they were showing Peter the things that she made for them and all the wonderful things that she did and the great heart that she had. Peter listened for a while, and then he told everybody to walk out, and he prayed by her side. And when he was done praying, he said, "Lydia, get up, and she rose from the dead. And this miracle became known through all of Joppa, and many came to believe in the Lord and trust the Lord Jesus Christ. Peter's You know, remain there for a number of days. And he preached the gospel, and many more were saved. Miracles in our lives, we need them, right? With people that we pray for, and we need them in our own lives. All types of miracles physical, mental, Lord, emotional. And some miracles we don't even realize that happen to us every single day. Things that God keeps us from that we don't realize, and we may never realize it until the day we see Him face to face. And we have full disclosure and full revelation of all He's done for our lives. But I want to challenge us today to pray for miracles. Let's believe God, because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the book of Acts is still going on. This is the last days Paul, I mean, Peter, excuse me, announced it at the day of Pentecost 2,000 years ago. And so how much more should we be immersed in the prophecies and the uh, anticipation of the coming of Christ in the day in which we live? And we need that outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We need the miracles. No matter what, Lazarus was raised from the dead, but he eventually died. Lazarus didn't live forever. I mean, he's in heaven now living forever, and he will like the rest of us. But these bodies are not designed to live forever as they are, not till uh, the mortal takes on immortality. The real miracle is what happened to Paul, right? Knocked off the horse. Someone who vehemently hated the church and did terrible things to families, separated people, threw them in prison, children crying for their parents no longer there because of Paul's hatred for the church. And then he becomes the greatest teacher, evangelist, writer in the history of the church. That is a miracle that led to hundreds and possibly thousands, for all we know, more miracles in other people's lives. So we need to pray today and we need to understand, God, help us to be ready. Help us to be ready. Part-time type of Christianity is not going to cut it. These guys were so in tune with God. They were in prayer for hours every day. And I know we don't have that kind of time in this world in which we live. I live in this world too, and I understand it. But when we do have, when those opportunities open up and we have extra time, we should take it and pray. And we should fast, even if it's one meal. Fasting helps us focus. It's because we decide at that time to take this time out for God and we're going to we're gonna fast and we're going to seek the face of God. It's an extra effort that God blesses and it helps us to focus. It makes us, our minds keener on the spiritual realm and we can hear clear what the Holy Spirit is speaking to us. And he gives us insight into how we can be bolder how we can have more compassion, how we can have a greater anointing when we speak with people, because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage. And that bondage doesn't mean that somebody has to be, you know, addicted to alcohol or drugs or something else. The bondages are many, and lots of times it's just blindness, spiritual blindness. But we can break through the spiritual blindness with the anointing of Jesus Christ. So, Let's make up our minds that we're not going to settle, but we're going to move forward. And we're going to allow God to use us in ways we never dreamed possible. And it doesn't matter how old you are. If you're 20 or you're 90 or whatever, it doesn't matter. I've met some wonderful Christians doing nursing home ministry. And they can't do much of anything else physically, but they can pray. And I could see the fire in their eyes. They are close with God. Just remember that our bodies get older, not our spirits we are, we are growing. Our spirits are alive and well and on fire when we're following Jesus Christ. Our bodies, yeah, they break down, but that's what they're designed to do. We don't have that glorified body yet. So let's move forward and continue to pray and continue to see miracles of all kinds in our lives. This is Russ Gals over Chronicles of the End Times. Keep looking up. The King is coming.